Welcome to a Radio One Ninety One FM podcast. And I am currently here with Danica Bryan. Feel free to say hi. hi. <laughs> um, so yeah, Tafanganui Ataras Danica Bryan is a full-time musician, both performing on the covers circuit and writing slash recording her own original material. She has opened for Elton John in 2020 at the Mission Estate Winery and has amassed over 17,000 followers and over two million likes in just under two years on TikTok. We're very, very lucky to have her here today to chat about your newly released charged up single Libra. Yeah, yeah thank you so so much for talking to me. No, all good. So, sorry, just on the topic, I might be a little bit personal, but what what is your star sign like? Uh, I'm a Gemini, and honestly, it's not personal at all because I deceptively know almost nothing about astrology beyond Gemini characteristics and the Libra characteristics I research for the song. <laughs> That's actually so valid, though. I feel like I remember looking because I'm a Capricorn, and I remember looking into like my characteristics as well. I was like, nah, there's no way that like this resonates with me. So yeah. I feel like it's all just like confirmation bias. Like I kind of, I kind of vibe with some of the Gemini traits, but I'm still like,、mm, I feel like I'm just reading this and it's fitting my personality because I'm making it that way. Yeah, no, actually true. Like you're kind of like fitting into like whatever. Yeah, like the thing, the structures that are like created around like Gemini characteristics. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, fully. I, I'm just I'm just easily fooled. I'll read something, and because I'm told it's like the situation, I'm like, yeah, totally. I, I, that makes a lot of sense. That I would be like passionate and creative because I'm a Gemini. I think it just happened that way. Coincidentally, <laughs> that's what Gemini's is supposed to be. Um. So I was wondering, what's the story behind the Libra single, or like the backstory? Yeah. So. Um, it's about like an ex friend that I had, and we were really, really close.、Um, but we went through like a terrible friendship breakup, and for a long time I was really, really sad about that. But then I got to a point where I was able to write something finally like cathartic and upbeat because I started looking at it as this friend often justified how they would mistreat people by going like, "I'm a Libra, so like I just can't help it. I just I did that thing because it was just a Libra thing of me to do." Wow! And so I wanted to write something kind of. Satirical and tongue-in-cheek, like making fun of them, and kind of just like、uh, both celebrating astrology because I have a lot of respect for it and a lot of interest in people who like use it as their main tool of spirituality, but also kind of mocking people who just take it that one step too far, you know? Yeah, and use it to like justify like themselves, basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no. Who have、um, who have been some artists that have inspired you along the way? I'm I'm really big in like the sound of people like Alanis Morissette and Sheryl Crow, that like '90s singer-songwriter, like rock edge to a kind of pop original sound. That's like really sonically inspiring for me. And then、mm. lyrically, I'm big on the kind of like visuals and the really nostalgic, cinematic style of people like Lord and Olivia Rodrigo. I'm really into. Sick. Actually, speaking of Olivia, have you heard her new Guts album? 
Oh, absolutely. It's so much better than sour. Controversial maybe, but I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, I actually, yeah, I was going to say, I haven't heard too many people with like that opinion, not going to lie. So, <laughs> because I'm not a ballad girl. I'm not, I'm not super into the slow stuff and like sour was really heavy on that, but Guts mm. is like the pop punk 2000s anthems I need. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say like your aesthetic is very like early 2000s, 90s-esque or? Increasingly so, yeah, because I'm really into the kind of like the pop girl system, the pop girl machine, like Britney Spears and Taylor Swift and people who kind of follow in those footsteps of like the it girl trope in pop music. And I feel like 2000s was real heavy on that. So that image is increasingly impacting how I present myself as an artist too, I think. Mm, so cool. <laughs> um, has the Wellington creative landscape influenced your work at all? I think the Wellington creative landscape has probably influenced like the type of music I listen to. Like I definitely immerse myself a lot more in indie material and like, yeah, like indie and folk and um, kind of more experimental rock are really big here. Um, and I've like met a lot of people and built really cool communities here. Hmm. But I also feel like we don't have a lot of pop coming out of Wellington at the moment. So it's kind of a blend in that like I feel like I'm doing something pretty unique in the landscape, but also definitely impacted by the general vibe and the supportive system that we have in the city, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, I think what's great about like Wellington in general is just that kind of like interconnected feel as you were like saying before in terms of everyone seems so interwoven and like entangled with each other like it's crazy like you'll go to like a party say and there'll be like mutuals there who like know of you or like know of a friend of yours and it's just like or even just like you can go anywhere basically and you'll bump into somebody and just like how like artists and like musicians will also kind of like reflect and like influence each other as well like subtly but it's just that kind of like echo chamber not echo chamber but like bubble that you've like created I don't know yeah that's like I think that's one reason the New Zealand music scene is really really special um like I'm super passionate about our country's music landscape more so than like international stuff people always ask me if I want to like travel with my music overseas and my answer is always like nah we have something too magical here and I feel like people don't appreciate how cool it is that we're able to like you just network for a couple years and then you've met everyone but that's kind of amazing yeah it makes you feel really supported and yeah interconnected no that's actually so true like I think the creative scene of New Zealand is just so beautiful like it's so niche but it's so like lovely as well like it's just very wholesome vibes it really is I love it um, I guess maybe give give the listeners some insight into like the origins of your career. Like, how did you get to making music, and what has been like some highlights so far? Wow, um, I I started songwriting when I was like seven or eight, and I just started like playing guitar around that time. And to be honest, I sort of got into music because I didn't register there was anything else for me. Like, it felt super natural just from that young age I was like oh this is what I'm meant to do and I started um, started working on the covers gig circuit when I was 12 years old in my hometown of Hawke's Bay I just started like working singing at wineries and things like that and then um, over time especially through high school I would enter like songwriting competitions and increasingly play more original shows and yeah it just all sort of snowballed not because I like actively chose it but because I just kind of felt my whole life like this is, yeah, this is the natural course for me. Wow. (laughs) 
That's so cool. No, that's actually so cool. Just like having that passion and that drive from like such a young age as well. Wow, good on yeah, you. Yeah, good I, on you. Thank you. Yeah, I don't have like an origin for it. I guess it was just like I don't know a special interest from being a really young child that just developed in a way that yeah, everyone always is like, how come you chose to do this? Like, it's a big commitment. But for me, it's like I don't know. I don't remember making an active decision about it. It just sort of happened, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> the music chose you. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess. Like, do you have any artists that you'd love to work with or like collaborate with or open for? I guess. In New Zealand, I have a few. Like, I would love to do some more.、Um, kind of, I love the hyperpop space. I would love to collaborate with artists like Hybrid Rose is a really amazing one that I love.、Um, and then, yeah, we have so many good folk artists. Like, it's a real pipe dream. But I, I would love to write with Aldous Harding and Marlon Williams.、Um, and then in the international landscape, my most impossible dream ever. I just want to meet Britney Spears. I just want to, I just want to like write a song for her. I feel like I could nail the vibe. <laughs> No, honestly, sometimes I wish I could meet Britney Spears just to give her a big hug. Like, oh my god, yeah, TBH. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess you know, still, still pretty new to the scene. But like, do you have any advice for future, like artists who like maybe looking to pursue, like a musical career? I think. The number one thing I always think makes like the best artist is if you're writing and releasing material that like it has to be you making it. Like I think the most valuable thing you can do is create a unique identity and brand for yourself, however that may be. And like you can obviously share influences with other awesome artists, but yeah, if you're writing songs that people hear and they can just like feel your personal vibe in them, I feel like that's the main the main thing that makes an artist beyond just like a musician doing it casually. Um, yeah, that would be my advice. Like, make you—you—you got to be the only one of you to give yourself value in an oversaturated scene. And also, it's more fun that way. Yeah, no, that's really—that's really good, actually. That was a very good answer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>、um, no, yeah. And what does the what does the future look for, like for you? Like, do you have any cool gigs or like upcoming projects happening soon? Um, in the next few months, I have a really big gig. I'm not allowed to talk about, but you know, like I've got, I've got big shows on the horizon. And then also, at some point, I really want to make an album. It's just about kind of securing the funding. But at the stage, I have, you know, the ideas, the themes, the premise, some of the songs. So hopefully, in the next year or two, that can come into fruition somehow. Wow! No, that would actually be super exciting. Like, I mean, especially like you know, after Libra coming out, like. New new album. <laughs> yeah, well, fingers crossed. It's just you know, it's it's the curse of money. You know how it is. Yeah, <laughs> this world. <laughs> no. Oh, capitalism. No. no. <laughs> um. Well, sweet. No, it's it's been great having you on the show, and it's been great talking to you and hearing like very wise words actually from someone so cool and so fresh. Like, Thank you.、Yeah. You're flattering me. No, no, it's been really inspiring. Like I'm feeling inspired now.、Um, but yeah, no. Do you have any final words for the listeners out there?、Um, stream my new single Libra like a hundred thousand times forever. Yeah, you heard her. Yeah. <laughs>、um, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so so much. Awesome. So that was Danica Bryant, 
And up next, we've got one of her older songs, Sugar Bones. Um, so yeah, hope you enjoy, and I hope you enjoyed that interview as well. And I'll be back with you soon. I'm in love with your dancing and dealing. Something about the way you work the light up. Oh, you got me re rewinding and reeling. Counting every catch of color you wore. You're my favorite contradiction when you're swimming in a sea of fire. You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find audio like this online at r1.co.nz or wherever quality podcasts congregate.